3: listening to the Vox Media Podcast Network. Well, hello there, everybody, and welcome to a brand new edition of On to the Next One. And as you have heard for the last 41 shows, we are here to do some matchmaking. Coming off of the UFC's return to the apex in Las Vegas, UFC Vegas 25, which was capped off by a couple of fantastic finishes, including one of the more memorable and frightening knockouts in UFC history. Like this isn't recency bias speaking. This is like this is real talk, ladies and gentlemen. But thank you for checking out the show this week. I am Mike Heck, and joining me as always, the co-host, the co-matchmaker, the best friend, and the prince of positivity, Mr. Alex Kaylee. How are you? How's your Sunday? mike my best friend it's great now
4: it's great this is how i would love to spend uh my sundays a chunk of my sundays anyway recording this show 42 you said number 42 this episode this is 42 Holy! i feel like we just started like last week uh 42 the meaning of life hitchhiker's guide to the (laughs) galaxy r.i.p r.i.p douglas adams a fine a fine book so uh what better yeah what better number to discuss what turned out i think to be a pretty eventful show now you know no, nothing was going to match the chaos of of uh, UFC 261 before uh, for something coming in the wake of that show and a free ESPN 2 it wasn't an ESPN show it's ESPN 2 show I think right yeah two and plus okay. yeah and ESPN plus of course so uh not I mean not bad that why I started off a little slow I think to the first four fights I think we were all kind of dreading uh you know what could be a, a forgettable card but I think we actually got a ton of quality fights, and you know, two big finishes at the top.
3: I would agree. I think the Hangover was real, and nothing mm. could have lived up to that. It just it just wasn't going to be possible. It's like, it's like having like in your house after WrestleMania. It's just not. It's just not feasible to to to, to do the same kind of show. It's just not possible. <laughs> but they did a damn good job, uh, especially with what happened in the main event. We will begin with the front runner for fight of the year and knockout of the year, Yuri Prohashka with a third. Uh, the, the, the third spinning back elbow. I've been trying to like say this over and over again just to get it right. The third spinning back elbow knockout in UFC history. Mm-hmm. Does it against Dominic Reyes. What a crazy fight. What a crazy finish. Yuri coming back from being in big, big trouble in that second round. And Reyes was coming back from big trouble pretty much the entire fight while landing big shots of his own in return. This fight was amazing. I watched it again this morning, and I was just like, Wow. I, I still can't believe how insane that fight was. And I still cannot believe how insane that knockout was. And Yuri's in an interesting spot, AK, because he is 100% worthy of his next fight being for the belt. No question about it. But is he willing to wait until the end of the year, maybe early 2022, to get that title shot? Or does he risk that sort of top rocker position and fight somebody else to stay active? What do you, What do you think happens here?
4: He definitely strikes me as someone that'd be willing to risk his position. His his post he's a pretty humble guy, uh, at least publicly. I don't know, but I don't know privately he might be he might be like an arrogant jerk. I don't know, but at least as far as his, his you know first big post you know post win interview went, he was just he was kind of bashful. I'm sure there's a bit of a language barrier as well, but he's kind of like, oh, you guys think I should fight uh, the winner of Blachowicz, to Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, that's like I I, I I like Jan Blachowicz. You know, we're neighbors, Czech Republic, Poland. You know, so uh. I think he'd be willing to. Should he? I mean, no. I mean, he's done enough to earn a title shot. If in, in a perfect world, boy, September is a long way away. I mean, in a perfect world, he could afford to just wait and then, you know, maybe get the title shot in December or something like a nice, a big year-end fight. Um, but I think so. So for me, I, of course, I, I would lean towards him waiting. Fighting the Blahovic uh, to share a winner, September fourth, UFC two sixty six. But I think the best suggestion that I saw from, I mean, Jose Young's mentioned on Saturday's show, and then uh, I've saw a lot of a lot of listeners mention. It seems like a common sense thing to maybe consider booking him and Rockage for that card uh, as well. And then you know, God forbid something should happen, he's first in line to act as an alternate. Um, But I understand why people do not want to see him or excuse me, necessarily fight and kind of take a loss before that pushes them back on the contenders' conversation. I think most people want to see them both get a television shot sometime in the next like 12 months.
3: Yeah. And there's one thing Jose said on the post-fight show that I did not agree with. He said, well, it's up to the UFC. It's their choice. It's their decision. I completely disagree. I think Gary Mm -hmm. Prohashka is 100% in the driver's seat right now. And I honestly believe that after a finish like that, like if Dana White himself actually will tweet out a replay of a video finish from a main event. Like, if he does that, that's a big deal. That means like he was like, wow, he that means he was blown away. And I honestly believe that Yuri's in a position that the UFC will give him whatever he wants at this point. Like if wow. he wants if he wants to wait and fight for the belt, he can. Like if the UFC calls him and says, what do you want to do? And he says, no, I'll I'll wait for the title shot, that's like absolutely bro. Whatever. If he wants to be the backup fighter if you, if you call the UFC and be like, listen, I'll be the backup fighter. I'll weigh in for the title fight in September. I'll make weight, a few extra bucks, something happens, I can step in. UFC will say, cool, bro, absolutely, whatever you want. If he wants to fight Alexander Rakic, which, like you said, he is just wild enough to do. He might just call the UFC and be like, I want to fight Alexander Rakic in July. Like, I just want to fight again. They'll do that. It's a super risky fight, but if that's what Yuri wants, they'll do it for him. The guy is a killer. He's... I mean, he is a—he could be a star. Definitely. Like, that Czech Republic MMA scene is starting to boil over at this point. It's starting to get a little bit of a push. He could be, like, the face of all of that. And the UFC loves getting into new territories and growing marketplaces outside of the United States. Yuri could be the face of, of Czech Republic MMA and sort of build everything around. Like, we've seen what's happening with Georgia and some of the other European countries. This is a big deal, and I think the UFC sees a lot of value in him right now, especially knowing like what he means in you know Japan and, and places like that as well. So he could be wearing UFC gold very soon after that performance. I am so excited. Whatever he wants to do, I am in. But I think he's in the driver's seat. You can't go wrong at this point. Give him a title shot. Give him rackage, Whatever he wants to do, just let him do it at this point, okay?
4: yeah i'm I'm glad you mentioned japan former Ryzen champion you know if they if they end up going to tokyo or saitama or something like that uh yokohama i don't think they've ever been to yokohama have they but i mean you know tokyo or saitama two places where they've been before have they been to tokyo probably probably pre-zufa era why does it sound so strange to me saitama i know they have anyway but yeah should they decide to go back to japan yes he has that fan base as well really really i feel like anywhere over uh, a lot of places overseas he'd have a pretty pretty strong presence uh you know, normally I'm the prince of positivity. You're a pretty positive person yourself, but I think you've trumped me in the positivity here. I, I'm concerned. I'm concerned the UFC doesn't know what they have with Prochazka. Like I, I think maybe he was a little too, like I think that bashful, uh, that bashful guy act uh, is makes you likable. I don't know if the UFC knows how marketable it makes you. So I'm worried they don't know what they have. If they still find his style a little bit weird, uh, I mentioned before that that uh, the commentary team still doesn't seem to be picking up. On what I see, fans too. I see some fans saying like, "Oh, this style's gonna get him knocked out." This style's like, "This style's like, oh, it's it's cute," and and uh, but he's getting hit a lot, and or whatever, or, he, or he's going to get hit by a knockout blow eventually. Reyes had a lot of success against him. That's one a credit to Reyes, who's a great fighter. And two, uh, again, I still think he's not getting hit as hard in some situations as people think. I do think he has a, 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 stri- a great striking defense, and he's he's slipping some of these shots that look like they're landing cleanly. So, and again, people, he's had 32 pro fights. He's 28 and three. It's not like he hasn't been using this style for the last, like, uh, better part of the last decade. Uh, nine straight knock, uh, ten straight, excuse me, ten straight knockout victories now. So he's been the hammer more often than the nail. Of course, anyone can get knocked out, especially light heavyweight. But uh, I think I hope we're done questioning his style. I hope the UFC starts digging deep into it, does some of those really some really cool like features, give me some fancy graphics, uh, give me an ESPN. I hope maybe he gets an ESPN card sometime. Uh, obviously, I think he's beyond that now. But I would like to see one of those like over the top. You know, get some robots in there, simulating his style. I don't know. I don't know what they do with this stuff. But I'm worried they don't know what they have and that he doesn't have leverage. But I hope you're right. I think they're going to push him to
3: the moon after that so. performance. Just because I they... So. 205. I, I love Jan Blachowicz. I love Glover Chasera. <clears throat> Wonderful people. Not stars. Yuri Prohashka can be a star. They can yeah, make just... him a star. Jan just can't enjoy his
4: shine for a minute, can he? There's always too, like, he's
3: get, I feel like he's gotten, <laughs> I feel like he's jumped up a couple of notches. Of course. Just the legendary course. Polish power, the noose yeah. thing. Like, I think all that stuff, like, people are starting to get to know him more and start to, to, like, appreciate him more. They didn't know, like, what kind of personality he was, but Yuri's just such a wild man. Like, he has, like, exceeded the hype and then some. And Dana, like, loves guys like that. Like, be quirky, be bashful, be humble. Like, the thing, th- like, just they will sell like mock-ups of the thing on the back of his head oh. like and sell it on UFC store or something like that like they will like put a little put a little headband on it I can right. see them doing stuff like that <laughs> just push this guy 205 needs a needs a, a star get make it happen now if they don't
4: they don't do a silhouette T-shirt of like this, you know, profile of him and this, and this, the top, the, knot, the top, knot.
3: someone's 100%. That's, that's a,
4: that'd be a beautiful shirt.
3: <laughs> 100%. Or put it on pro wrestling tees or something. But exactly. Yeah. For Dominic Reyes, uh, this was tough to watch because Dominic's a really good dude. He's a guy that I've been interviewing since he was on the regional scene, fought John Jones to the limit in a fight. Many believe he won. Then he gets knocked out in his next two fights. So first things first, take some time off. There's no need to rush back into anything at this point. Take some time, heal up, take it easy. Like, don't even think about your next fight or like when you can come back. Like, don't even think about any of that stuff. When he does come back, I don't know, man. Like, you kind of have to wait and see how this division shapes up. But here's the thing. Like, I know we want him to take this big step back and get a quote-unquote tune-up fight. But we saw with the Chris Weidman situation when he was on that big skid, when you're making the kind of money Dominic Reyes probably makes, I'm sure he's a six-figure fighter easy at this point, you can't really go too far back in the rankings. So it's a wait-and-see kind of thing. I like the Anthony Smith idea. I like the Misha Sirkinoff idea. But take some time. like Wait to see how things play out. It's a little too early in my eyes to pinpoint a specific person. You know what I mean? Like, I felt like I had the same problem with Calvin Cater. Like, you could just throw, like, i throw a Cub Swanson. Like, that would just be, like, a fun fight after the Cater lost to Holloway. But I feel like with Reyes, kind of have to wait and see how things play out. But I, I, Anthony Smith's fine. Serkanov's fine. I just don't want to see him in there with the Ankhalayevs and the Johnny Walkers. Like, I, I don't want to see that. You know what I mean?
4: Mike, incorrect. There's, I have the exact name who he should fight. Oh, God. I, I've put a lot of thought into this. Uh, this is a young man, from, australia new zealand australia. I, I need to stop mixing these two things i thought that i can't tell the difference it's just i don't i just that i don't know where certain fighters come from because you know there's a lot of a lot you know look at uh look at robert whitaker he's like born in australia but he represents new zealand or the other way around you know what i'm saying there's some, there's a lot of crossover there okay this guy's australian and he's from new south wales that's just confusing to us in, in north america i'm sorry we're terrible I, I'm, I'm terrible I'm terrible uh, but my my yes my pick this is who he will fight this is not this is not even a uh, I'm putting on my magic matchmaker hat here this is my prediction this is a uh, crystal ball I think he will fight Tyson Pedro somewhere down the line possibly before the end of the year Tyson Pedro uh, I think hasn't been able to fight because of an injury uh, but he recently posted something to the effect of he's about six months away from returning to training now if we think Dominic Ray should also take time off like I said and, which I agree so i would like to i wouldn't like to see him compete until sometime in maybe october october november december uh maybe that's too early for tyson but, but we'll see but i i think we could see reyes either fight near the end of the year or early next year take some time off if, and i think he's going to fight tyson Pager, a guy who has a little some stand up but not 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 quite as uh, powerful i would say as yuri perhachka or jan blahovic could be the guy that dominic reyes needs to just sort of get that confidence back and 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 get back on the winning track cuz as we keep saying, we think this guy has a lot to offer for the UFC, both from a personality standpoint and entertainment. Uh, that that this this Pro fight was so 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 good, and Reyes has nothing to be ashamed of being knocked out by a guy who, he hit cleanly several times, and he took a lot of clean shots from him as well. Before it took a crazy ass spinning elbow to put him down for the count. So Reyes Pedro, let's clip this for a check the tapes like seven months from now.
3: Mm-hmm. I don't know. Pay, I mean pay. I don't know. I just don't see it happening because you got to we'll put take, you got to we'll put Reyes. You have to put Dominic unless they have an unless they have an event like in that neck of the woods and you, they need a co main event or something. I just don't see a world where that happens. Like Dominic Reyes is a fight night main event fighter, or he's like a pay per view main card guy, maybe a co main events guy. I just don't know. if I mean, I, I, the fight's fine. I just don't know with like the position Dominic's in in the company. If Tyson's the guy, like if Tyson were to come back, if Tyson were fighting next week and he gets a knockout win and then he fought again in July and got a knockout win. Yeah, okay, maybe he's a top 15 guy at that point, but I don't think he's anywhere near the top 15 at this point.
4: I'm going. That's why I picked him. All right. I dig it. I'm going outside the top 15. I want I want I want a quote unquote tune up fight, which is really no such thing in the UFC. But I mean, we I think we can try and sort of emulate that sort of concept. This will be the ultimate mic check, Mike. Uh, let's, we got to clip yes. this whole last five minutes of conversation. You, you will be checked, Mike. You will be checked <laughs> the, at some time at the end of this year or early next year. Tyson Pedro, Dominic Reyes,
3: I'm speaking into existence. I thought for a second the way you started that out, I thought we were going to get hashtag root for crute. But, uh, <laughs> we'll save that. <laughs> it, went, it, went, it, went a different, it went a little in a different direction. We'll, but, we'll save it. So those are the, the main eventers. Let's go to the co-main event because we saw the official coming out party for one, Giga Chikadze, stops Cub Swanson in just over a minute with the nasty Giga kick to Mm. the liver of the legend. It hurt him badly. Cub instinctively grabs a leg. Chikadze very wisely stayed patient. He stepped back and then landed the finishing shots. And that's it. Minute three seconds, I believe, was the, the final time. But what a performance. And he gets on the mic and he Goes on to play the college application game with his college. He, he applied to Max Holloway University, shot for the stars, and then he also sent his application to what he believed at the time was his backup school, the University of Calvin Cater. And now he's like all over the place. Now he wants, you know, Yair Rodriguez International College, and now he's and now he's going to Donald Cerrone State College. Like he wants to go there too. It just have like a big party on the beach, like. I don't know what this guy's thinking right now, but I, I, can, I think I'm confident in saying that the Holloway and Cater callouts are probably both out of his range at the moment because he's 100% not getting the Holloway fight. And I don't think he'll wait till like October, November for a Calvin Cater fight because that's kind of the time frame at this point. But I don't know what to do here, AK. Like, what, what do you believe will be next for Giga Chikadze? Because I feel like he is almost putting himself on the banned list with all of these callouts. I was thinking that as well, as we've got to be careful here. He could be making a quick turnaround
4: if some if some uh, reasonably highly ranked uh, featherweight drops out of a fight within the next like six weeks. Easily, you could see Dika just pouncing c- on that opportunity. <clears throat> but uh, I love the I love the school analogy. He's don't, don't you hate a keener? Mike, don't you hate a keener? I mean, can <laughs> he just sit back, kick back and like and just, you know, kick back with a cold one for the next month or so? No, no. You, like I you said, he's he's already looking for, for uh, oh, can I do an internship while I'm, you know, while I'm studying? Can I uh, what, what can I do for extra credit? Uh, what a keener Chikadze is, but you know, what a great fighter he is too. So uh, this is, this is going again. Now I'm going away from crystal ball to magic matchmaker hat. If I can make him fight someone and it's impossible to predict the guy I picked, it's impossible to predict what he's up to. We never, we never know Um, though. He did recently have some USADA situation cleared up. Yair Rodriguez. uh, It's one of the names, it's one of the names he mentioned. I think we just had a a story go up uh, today. Some based on post fight quotes where he said he'd like to have a mortal combat style fight uh, with Yair. I hope, uh, I hope, Giga got a check for that plug for that movie that just came, I think just came out wide release this week or this week or last week. So uh, yeah, if I can make any fight happen, Giga Yair makes sense for him right now. Yair's a top ten guy stylistically. It's a fight everyone would want to see, uh, and I'm and I'm all in on the Giga train, man. I mean, I picked uh, Swanson to win because I said Swan, Swanson's gonna be a big test, and he passed that test big time. You know, that's these are the guys you got to beat to uh, to get to the top ten, you got to beat these veterans who are still dangerous. Swanson on his best day. I mean, I, I honestly, I think if you fought Shikadze, I still think if you fought Shikadze again, maybe he wins two, what, one out of five times. I don't know, uh, but I I, I I do think flowing to Swanson is is an impressive thing. It's not it's not if I hope people don't scoff at it like oh, cup Swanson, yeah, whatever. It's like no, he's still good. So uh, that just makes makes Shikadze look better in my eyes. So Shikadze, Yair Rodriguez, that's that's the one I would make happen if I could if I had complete control of the UFC matchmaking.
3: That's a big step right there. Mm. Um, and listen, the performance, they want to make that cool. Because Yair is not a top 10 guy. He's not a top 5 guy. Yair's a top 3 guy. He's ranked number 3 right now. What? Yep. That's, that's, story. That's, that's,
4: not, that's not that crazy. I think he's I think he's 4th or something in my rank. So I don't know why. I, yeah, Giga's
3: 14. Yeah. yeah cub was 15 so he probably isn't going to move that much Maybe. oh no i
4: haven't i haven't you're, you're right so the use of the ufc rankings has in third so that means volkanovsky champion and then Holloway yes. will take, a, yeah year? Oh, yeah year. yeah so i just i, I overreacted I it's, okay. it's okay it's okay what happens no it's, it's that's, right. accurate. that's accurate he is tough three.
3: what i think will happen is kind of the popular choice and i don't know what like kind of listener suggestions you've been getting um What I think will happen is he'll fight the winner of Shane Burgos versus Edson Barboza. What I want to happen is Giga Chikadze versus Bryce Mitchell. I know Andre Feely is a good striker, but he's no Giga Chikadze. He just isn't. And I'm not trying to be a jerk. It's just the way life is. So I would love to see how Mitchell would do against an elite striker, an elite kickboxer, an elite stand-up killer like Giga Chikadze who loves to pick you apart from the outside. And on the flip side one of the major questions we have with Giga is what he will do off of his back. Like what's going to happen when you're taken down or attempted to be thrown down over and over and over again. Bryce Mitchell is that guy. He will do that. And we haven't seen Bryce since October. I know he was dealing with some injuries. I think he had hand injury and some, some other nagging things, but this division is loaded up with up and coming talent, like a loss And I understand, like, the trepidation once in a while from the UFC to, like, book these up-and-coming guys against each other this quickly. But a loss wouldn't be, like, completely devastating for either guy. It would be a setback, sure, but it's not, like, a total crushing blow because of how good this division is. That's the fight I want to see, depending on when Bryce can return. But I'm totally fine with the Burgos-Barboza winner because that fight's happening in less than two weeks And I'll throw out another name. If you watch the post-fight show, I threw this out already because I have no idea what the hell's happened with him. Or if the fight that's been rumored is real with Ilya Teporia, the Ryan Hall, Giga Chikaze idea. That scratches me right where I itch as well, AK. Uh, Yeah, look, I I think a
4: grappler is the logical next test for him. A a high-octane – well, I don't know if I'd call Ryan Hall high-octane. Bryce Mitchell, I certainly wouldn't call a high-octane grappler. Because uh, look, they've built, they've built up Giga the right way. I love that he was he was able to get in four fights in 2020. Uh, I, you know, and it, it, honestly, it didn't matter who he fought. I know people are like, oh, Jamie Simmons. Who's Jamie Simmons? Like it, it doesn't matter when you're when you're a guy who, yes, he had of course a, a, a background in kickboxing, but was unknown, pretty much unknown to most MMA fans. So for them to get him four fights in 2020 was so, was clutch. And then getting him a name opponent for 2021, and then now getting him uh, again opponent a, a young opponent, one that was a stylistic challenge this is how you build contenders this is how you build champions and you build fan bases for these guys so he's saying all the right things again like i know we said he was a bit scatter in his call outs but otherwise it's good to have a name it's good to have many names so uh yeah i'm totally down for that i get like i said yeah year bryce mitchell either one of those i'd be i'd be thrilled to see those be next for geek i just hope he doesn't take a step back in, in the right i hope i know he's he's eager to fight but i'm really hoping he, he uh he and his team kind of think like you know if it's someone like outside the top 20 maybe maybe don't take that one you know, you, you you probably win it, but maybe don't take it.
3: Yeah, that's why I, li- I mean, that's why I like Burgos Barbosa so much because they're both <laughs> ranked above oh, yeah. him. Burgos is a top ten guy, so he's still getting his wish. I mean, there's there, there's no shortage of fun fights for for Chikadze. no doubt about that. Um, but we'll see what happens. Uh, We're this close to crowning an
0: NBA champ, and with the action heating up on the court, it's even hotter at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code VOXMMA. That's code VOXMMA for new customers to get a no-sweat bet. Up to $1,500 if your first bet doesn't hit. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours
3: As you know, AK, we've done this 41 times at this point. We all know the rules. We only matchmake for the fighters who pick up victories on the main card. Iwan Kutalaba and Dustin Jacoby fought to a highly entertaining split draw. But in the spirit of the fight and the UFC career of Kutalaba, I will throw (laughs) out the idea of a rematch between these two gentlemen and somewhat break protocol here. But I feel like it's warranted. we got unfinished business. It seems like all the tomfoolery, maybe squashed. I don't think we'll be seeing any craziness at the face-offs for the rematch. I feel like his rematch or bust, agree or disagree? I'm trying to think.
4: Uh, I meant down for the rematch. I totally agree. I'm trying to think of people who have fought in back-to-back uh, rematch <laughs> series. And then I remembered Frankie Edgar, you see that all the time. So I just had to look it up quickly. BJ Penn, BJ Penn, Grey Maynard, Grey Maynard, Benson Henderson, Benson Henderson. So he fought three Series in a three-two fight series in a row, uh, which is extremely uncommon. It would be, I think, it'd be really uncommon for someone not in a like in a title picture. Obviously, it makes more sense when there's a title on the line. Uh, you, this would be just very very bizarre for Cuchillo. this four fight stretch, should he fight Jacoby again, which I think could happen. I could also see him going off in other directions. Readers had a lot of, uh, I would say, readers, listeners, and and readers, listeners had a lot of good suggestions for both Jacoby and Cuchillo. So we'll get to those later. But for me, yeah, I, I it was it was a good fight. Uh, and, I, and I'd, I'd like to see them run it back. But yeah, how about Ankoliyev, the weird fake TKO, and then, uh, then they, they, they settled it after the rematch, and then now it's split John Jacoby and possibly another fight with Jacoby. So, huge Lava. You know what? Strange series of fights for a strange man.
3: Yes. He's only 27. That's what? crazy. No, he's not. I swear to God. Stop it. He's what? only 27. He's younger than Frohachka. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. He's younger than a lot. Of, I think he's younger than Alex Hernandez. I think he's younger he's than like a lot of these guys.
4: I would say probably one of the younger guys at 205. Uh, 205, you know, light heavyweight and heavyweight tend to be pretty old. Um, I guess heavyweight more so than light heavyweight now. We've got some new blood. But I wouldn't think of Kutalaba as part of that new blood. He's been with the UFC for five years now. Uh, Yeah, so only only 27. Wow.
3: Another crazy number, AK. Sean Strickland now has 10 wins in the UFC. He is now 3-0 at middleweight. Since returning from that very scary motorcycle accident, he goes in there on Saturday and defeats a very tough, very game, Kristoff Jotko via unanimous decision. Now, Sean Strickland was ranked number 15 coming in. He certainly deserves, in my opinion, AK, maybe you feel differently, he certainly deserves to be in the blue corner in his next fight against somebody ranked above him. But how high do we go?
4: A few things here, I'm just looking, do you realize this was technically, since his coming back uh, and moving up to 185, technically this is actually his first win in a 185 pound bout, uh, again, since coming back up, Jack Marshman missed weight for uh, their fight in October of last year. So that was technically a 187.5 weight <laughs> bout. And then uh, Brendan Allen was a 195, uh, ca- that was a scheduled 195 pound catchweight bout, and now we had a catch. So it's a kind of a weird thing. I-, I just like to say he's got a three fight win streak at middleweight, but I know there's record keepers out there mm-hmm. who go, like, oh no, you don't count catchweights. And I'm mm-hmm. like, e- essentially a catchweight fights in the catchweight division. But yeah, just a little statistical quirk there. Uh, the funny thing with Strickland is I feel like people don't believe what they're seeing. He has looked so good in these three fights. Uh, and I feel like for some, for whatever reason, I think we had like a couple of questions in our pre-fight show and pre show sort of based on the premise of can Strickland be a contender? Is Strickland for real? And I'm just like, what? Like, you don't see a lot of guys who win fights as he had his last three fights and get questioned like this. I don't know if he's making it look too easy, um, though the Jocko fight was certainly competitive. Or, or I don't know if because he's a former welterweight and because he's been around the UFC so long that people are just kind of seeing this as like, oh, what a nice story. You know, what a nice story. This guy's having a um, having sort of a resurgence. Uh, he's only 30. But again, he's got he's got a bit of fight mileage on him. But I, I, it's weird. I just don't see people because I think he is absolutely on the path to becoming a title contender. I think he's maybe two fights away. And I just don't know if people feel the same way. So I don't know if he needs another knockout or again just a, a big name as you mentioned which is a kind of like why but i but i'm even my matchmaking i don't know if i'm ready to go in that direction yet so i think he has to wait for some things to shake out i looked at the i tavares winner uh, july 10th i looked at the jacaré versus andre muniz winner on uh, may 15th uc 262 on that same card i think i would have strickland lined up with the hermanson shabazzian winner so i'm not quite committing to a top 10 yet if Hermanson wins it is a top 10 shabazzian i don't know if he takes her spot but that's my where i settled on but i do think he has to wait i don't know if you have someone who's unoccupied that you've you got lined up for strickland mike
3: yeah i mean this is this is kind of an interesting episode at least for these first three fights or matchmaking like it's very it's hard to like land on on, like, the right side of the fence because there's so many options, it's like and you have to wait for a lot of things to shake out and there's so many different roads that that can be taken here, and I said this a couple weeks ago, ahead of the Kelvin Gaslam Robert Whitaker fight, I think it was after that fight, and I said, I looked at Gaslam to fight the winner of this fight between Strickland and Jocko that fight makes sense to me I am also aware that Strickland likes to get work over at King's MMA Gastelum also likes to train at Kings MMA. If you go on Instagram, you'll see that there's photos taken together. But I don't know. But Strickland is like the man's all over the place. He trains in Vegas. He trains at Kings. He the, the, the dude is all over the place. So I don't know if this is like a, hey, we're good buddies kind of a thing. If they somehow like aren't that close, that's the fight I would make. I'd like to see Sean Strickland get an opportunity against Calvin Gaslam. Gaslam's a name, but Gaslam is kind of on the schneid right now. I mean, uh, he has the win over Ian Heinish, but he's had a bunch of losses since then. But uh, Kevin Holland's fun. That's that's interesting. Another option that I thought of, and this is only if like both of these guys want to get right back in there, especially the former that I'm about to mention, Uriah Hall would be interesting. Like If Uriah Hall just wants to like, get in there and fight and be like, I have a bad taste in my mouth, just put me in there against anybody. Uriah Hall versus Sean Strickland's fun too. But I think the UFC has maybe bigger things in plan in, in place for him. But if Uriah is just like, dude, I want to fight, let's go. I'm down for that fight. Is is Uriah Hall your official ought no
4: pick or Gastelum?
3: I'll go with Gastelum. I'll, I'll go with Gaslam, okay. but it's kind of like a I don't know, it's a contingency because I don't this know like for, I don't know their relationship. Like, but Gastelum would be my pick if they're not like close friends. Okay, this is for check the tapes purposes. I don't know if I can
4: credit you for both. So now that these fights you've looked, I feel like I will only credit you for Hall. I feel like you have to pick one.
3: I'll go with I'll, I'll go with Gaslam. I'll go with Gaslam. Okay, I'll ta- i I'll, I'll take I'll take the shot. Okay. I know it's a riskier pick, but I'll I'll go with Gaslam.
4: I like I like I like both matchups. I thought of Doria Hall as well, so I like both matchups. Uh I I just went with a bit, a bit I kinda went with a safer and uh not not necessarily top ten ranked uh range, but of course yeah, I mean uh, Gaslam Hall,
3: both good matchups for him. So Mike says, Gaslam Strickland. Yeah, I got to stick with what I said a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> so we head to the main card opener, and what an opener it was between Mirab Willie and Cody Stamen. This was a close fight. Stamen had his moments, but like I said on the pre-fight show, you got to do something out of the ordinary to beat Mirab Willie. Like, you got to go out there and take some sort of risk in a fight with that maniac. And Cody fought great. If it's like if you're looking at just like two guys who bring their A games and it's just like a really closely contested fight, Marab's gonna win those fights 99 times out of a 100 just because his work rate is just so unbelievable. It doesn't matter who you are. But Marab goes out there, gets a unanimous decision, he's won six in a row. And to me, if you remember the on to the next one that dropped after UFC Vegas 20, that was the card headlined by Cyril Gan and Jarzinho Rosenstrike. I'm going back to that same well. Pedro Munoz beat Jimmy Rivera. Everyone was ready to throw him back in there with Rob Fawn and give him a top five guy. And I said, no, I just don't see it happening. (laughs) He's going to have to take a step back. It's just what this division looks like right now. I said Munoz versus Marab made sense then. It still makes sense now. It actually makes even more sense than it did back in February after Marab got that victory. So Marab deserves an opportunity. That one is there. I would love to see that maybe sometime this summer, AK. What do you think?
4: Yeah, Munoz is the name. I, I wanted. I was one of the people who wanted Munoz and Font, but Font now has Cody Garbrandt. That that matchup's out. So uh, that potential matchup's out of the picture. Munoz is the way to go. I do want to touch upon uh, something you said about Stamen. Him not for whatever reason just not finding that sort of extra gear to put guys away. The other thing is he's such a skilled, well-rounded guy. He seems to, he seems really content to let his opponent dictate where the fight goes because he's so confident. So it's like, he's kind of, I think if he's like, oh, if Marab wants to strike, I'm going to strike with him. No, I'm going to stand and strike with him. I'm going to let Marab decide if we're going to strike just to show that I'm the better striker. Uh, if Marab wants to wrestle, great, I'm a great wrestler. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to reverse, I'm going to sweep, which he did. I mean, he had some great moments. He reversed takedown attempts, but. When it's this close and when you're dealing with guys who are this talented at 135, that it's really difficult to win fights that way. I mean, you really you have to be out you can't just be matching guys, you know what I mean? You have to be outclassing them. And I think he while he got the better of some of the exchanges on Saturday, clearly Mirab was again pressing the action, landing more, uh, and and I think winning winning more of the exchanges is as much success as, as Cody was having. So it is it is funny. He's like he's such a great test for people, um, and, and so obviously a tough fighter, a tough guy to put away. Uh but yeah, does he have that 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 ability to impose his will? I know it's a cliche, but it is a big thing in, in, in combat sports. So you can you impose your will on your opponent. I'd love to see Stamen find that find that ability someday, but we don't know. Um, but yeah, Pedro Munoz all the way the, uh, for uh, Devalish really The only other name I thought Marlon Moraes, but uh, but I, I'd have Munoz above that right now. And I think <clears throat> I think Marab is uh, is deserving of that fight. So yeah, I think that one's pretty simple.
3: Cody Stamen is like the Wade Boggs of the UFC. Like <laughs> the dude an, had to fit in a New England sports reference, didn't you? The dude will hit like 370 every season with fifty doubles and he'll get on base a bunch of times. Like but the, like what we want from Cody Staman is like the nineteen eighty seven version of Wade Boggs where he just goes out and says, Eff it. I'm gonna hit twenty five home runs this year. <laughs> like that's like I would love to see Cody Stamen go see Trevor Whitman. And just like Ooh. go with him and just like work on like something a little more on the striking end like that that would like cody lost the fight but in my opinion if you go back and watch cody stamen's entire ufc run i think that was the best cody stamen we've seen fight in the octagon he just took on an absolute maniac in Marab de and now you got bearded Mirab de that's like a totally different guy Cody looked great. His skills are so good. He is as solid as you can find. And the guy who fought Mirab last night beats a lot of guys at 135. Yep. No doubt about it. Yeah. But if he could just, like, find something more. Just, I don't know. It, it He was so good last night. And I hate we're saying that. But I, I don't know if he's, like, a championship guy. I don't know if he's fighting for titles. But if he can find that, like, extra oomph somewhere, I think he's a top five guy. He very well could be because he's so solid and his fight IQ for the most part is really good. He's just missing something, just one and small thing. No disrespect to, to his team. What, did was he with
4: who? Do you know who was in his corner? Do you remember who was in his corner today? He's not with Extreme Couture, is he? He's or for this fight. For this fight,
3: I don't think he was for this fight though. Okay. I, I mean, okay. I, yeah, yeah. It's funny because when I talked to him, he said he didn't even want to take the fight. He was just like, we've hmm. already gone down this road twice, and then like. Some of the guys who trained at extreme couture, like, reached out to Cody and was like, Dude, like we trained with him, take this fight. Like right. take this fight. They gave him a little like right, insider right. tip.
4: Okay. Uh, but yeah, no disrespect. You know, you're you're saying he could, you know, maybe just take try try to get a different uh, coaching look. No disrespect to the team that he's had. Again, they've taken him very far. He's had Hell a yeah. good career so far. But you're right. We've seen we've seen talented fighters hook up with like a, a Trevor Whitman, uh, hook up with like an Eric Nick Sick. You know, in some other cases, you know, hook up with a, with a uh, James Kraus. You know, and it like you said, it's at this at this level. People might say, oh, it might only make him like five percent better as a fighter. Five percent at this level is like a lot. Five percent is like crazy. huge that's the difference between again top twenty, top fifteen, top ten, title contender. So uh yeah, like we said, great great and again, great showing by Mirab DeWalchville as well. But, Hell yeah. Oh yeah. That see, dude he, is a murderer. Talk he, about future contenders. We get we get him in there with Munoz, he boots Munoz. I mean, that might put him in line for a title shot already. He might be one away.
3: Yeah, I, I mean, he's not going to fight Al Jermaine, but I've been saying for like two years that there's not one guy in the top 15 that is going to be like, yay, Marab will I get to fight that guy? Like, nobody is saying that. Even like Corey Sandhagen, Like, if Corey Sanhagen's like, yeah, I'll fight any of these guys. You get Marab's name, he's just like, damn it. I can't say no, but this <laughs> fight sucks. Um all right. So let us head to the wild card round before we get to the peeps. And a lot of you have chimed in here, but uh, we're going to select one fighter we have not match made for yet. And we're going to do so right now. So my best friend, I don't know, something tells me we might be in the same boat here. Maybe not. But uh, what is your UFC Vegas 25 wild card selection?
4: I don't think we are. In the, I'd be surprised if we are in the same boat because I went with I went with someone who lost a fight. Did you? I did not. OK, good. OK, so we're definitely not in the same boat. And I went with someone who had one of the more unfortunate losses on the card. I had to go with my fellow Canadian, Ronda Marcos, who I think now is going to get another chance. If she had lost a decision, if she had been finished, she was almost definitely going to be cut. But because of this weird situation with Luana Pinera where she landed what is no question an illegal upkick, but I think some would say... It happened so quickly. It almost looks like she was trying to kick her off, and then the position just changed so fast, and then, boom, you get that heel right on the jaw Pinero. Uh, I don't know if I care for the, you know, Pinero was was um, hamming it up angle. I, I don't know if I agree with that. I, I, I've i seen all the video evidence. I've seen people slowing it down and talking about it. Paul Felder even mentioned the possibility of it on the on the broadcast. I'm going to give Pinero the benefit of the doubt here and assume she was rocked and she fell in a bad way, and, and it's fine, and I, I have no problem with her t- accepting a DQ win. But I think Marcos gets another chance, so... I I I'm breaking it I'm breaking the glass in case of emergency. I wanted to find another fighter in her division who's on a four fight losing streak. So there's a couple. But the one I went with was someone who I, I don't think she I don't think she's been released. So the ultimate loser leaves town match, Ronda Marcos, Hannah Sai first. Let's do it.
3: All right, all right. Like,
4: let's do it let's do it. I know it's I, I I hate saying I don't that's not true. I like saying literally least least town. but in this scenario it seems a little cruel to say but also I think that's the way to go your last chance for both for both women at least this go around um so yeah Marco's uh, ciphers let's go
3: okay so a lot to digest there because I thought on the back end we were going to be on the same page it turns out we weren't mm. this is like an, a roller coaster of emotions uh, I will say one thing, and I- I'm glad you brought up Luana Pinheiro. I spoke with somebody late last night after we did the post-fight show. They reached out to me, who was in the back, at the Apex, for the card. And he told me, this individual, uh, let me just pull up the exact words. I'm going to tell you who sent it to me. Um, Someone intriguing. Let's see. Let me find the exact words. Hold on one second. Excuse me. Basically, so so basically what I what what I was told, um, because we were talking about the whole situation because she was carried out. She was carried out. This individual took a lot, took a a lot of exception with people saying that there was some acting or some phony baloney stuff going on. And he reached out to me to kind of clear the air and be like, dude, I saw what happened. Like. So I had questions about I'm like why wasn't the stretcher out there she was carried out and it seemed like you know the coach uh, just wanted to get her to the medical room as fast as possible so he's basically like scooped her up and got the hell in the back and stretcher came in the back because when Luana was in the back in the medical room trying to get to her feet she couldn't stand up like she tried to stand up and every time she tried to stand up she kept losing her balance and almost like kept falling to the ground so this is a pretty serious situation. This is a lot more serious than it looked on television, um, and she did get stretchered, but from the back to the ambulance to go to the hospital. So, yeah, this is this is bad, a lot worse than it looked. So you're uh, saying she's
4: either she's either a, a Christian Bale, Dustin Hoffman level method actor, who's like continuing the shtick even after the cameras off and after she's legitimately been taken to the hospital, or maybe people can take this at face value and see she ate a really bad up kick and actually was legitimately hurt.
3: Yeah, she was, right. from from what I understand from this person's so. account, she was she was badly hurt. There we go. Um, so there you go. I am um, going with Loma Lukbunmi, AK. Okay. Uh, hard-fought win over a gritty Sam Hughes. Uh, and and I will concur with what you have been saying, AK. I I think and I hope the UFC will give Sam Hughes another shot. Yes. I hope they do anyways, because she has had a tough road. Tisha Torres and then Loma Lukbunmi, look at some of the 115ers in this division right now. There's, there's a lot of up-and-comers with like similar records and similar experience that you can throw her in there with. That'll be fun. There's some fun fights out there. But Loma Lukbunmi gets another win, and I think she deserves some kind of a step up. And I know that's a, a pretty difficult thing in this division and with the current landscape of this division. But we have a fighter getting set to make her return from all indications. Somebody with a name. Somebody looking to get back on track, and coincidentally enough, AK, somebody who's also on a four fight losing streak. And to add to that, someone who has fought for a UFC title. So my wild card pick is Lomalukboumi versus Carolina Kovalkiewicz. Oh. Dang, that's that's a that's a step up. She's you weren't f- kidding. When you said step up, I mean that's that's a step up. It's not that big of a step up though. What are we going up like? Th- I don't know what your what your oh. rankings look like. Three spots, maybe four. I mean, the rankings is only like forty names, so I guess you really can't. <laughs> it's not. A, it's but I mean, a what point. else are you gonna do? Like, I don't want to see her in there. Like, I'm not ready to throw her in there with like a bunch of grapplers right now. Like, Carolina like is 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 solid on the ground, but for the most part, just gonna stand there. And those two are just gonna sling. And you don't want to. Th- Carolina is on a four fight skid. She's been fought in over a year. You don't want to throw Carolina to the wolves. I think that's a good fight. I think that's exactly the fight to make. You're welcome, world. Check the tapes. Penny. Penny. If you got another former title contender. Penny. Uh, yeah, bit, yeah. Yeah. No, that's fine. Lo- that's fine. Not letting your world on fire. I don't know. Penny's yeah. Penny's kind of <laughs> grappling heavy. I don't know if I love that. I don't know. I mean, if she fights Penny, fine. You know what's gonna end up happening? They're gonna book freaking Penny and Kellie Davich, and I'm just gonna look like an idiot, and look <laughs> he's gonna be like completely <laughs> on the island looking for an opponent um so there you go that's my pick ak that's it's, it's a it's a fun. i'm
4: excited about luke winnie's future again I, we are we the, the real thing would be you'll see open up a 105 pound division uh for her would that be nice not just for her i think it, it, there's other people fighters who would benefit from that as well but uh i don't think that's going to happen so yeah well while, while working within the straw weight confines i think you could, i think man kovalkavich
3: that'd be that'd be a fun one
4: that would be a fun one
3: um do we have a check the tapes or a mic check like do we have any of those bit. uh special yeah, programming
4: a little short segment here Uh, i will say let's give a a hat tip to the uh, listeners i don't think you or i picked this one uh and also we don't even know if this fight is technically real yet but uh (laughs) next saturday it seems like the replacement main event for uh dillashaw sanhagen will be michelle watterson versus uh marina rodriguez i think it just hasn't been announced by, all, by, that is targeted, you know, that's targeted, but a lot of listeners asked for that one after, uh, I think after Watterson's most recent win, or maybe, or maybe recently, both of them. I did um, as well. And so you did as well, okay, so Mike, you got that one. And you might, I'm also giving you credit for, I don't know if you if you, if you officially made this not no pick, but I'm giving you credit for Randy Costa and Adrian Yanez, because you you helped to put that, I, think, I feel like you helped put that bet together. It was a peanut butter versus Dr. Pepper.
3: Reese's peanut butter cups, for Reese's yeah. Pieces oh, versus Dr. Pieces. Pepper.
4: Uh, 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 Randy Costa is uh, Reese's, right? Yes. Team Reese's all the, way. and I like Angelina Yanez, but now I'm Team Reese's all the way. I actually, I don't, I can't remember last so time I drank a Dr Pepper. Um, are they two great tastes that taste great together, or would you not mix those? I, I'm with Randy Costa that I think Dr Pepper is horrendous. It sucks. Okay. It's bad. Sugar, right? I guess all pop drinks are. But uh, July 24th. So Michael, give you some credit for that too. Now I, I'm, I'm glad we're giving you credit because we have a mic check uh, <laughs> from, uh, from Sammy James. Damn at it. Heb- at Hebhammer in 94, uh, a, you know, I'll just read this whole thing and I'll, I'll chop as, as I can. So he says, "Oh, you're not gonna like this." Oh no, <laughs> you're not. You're not gonna be accepting this mic check. I tell you, this is not. This is not. You're not gonna concede defeat on this one. Come on, Sammy, be nice. S- Sammy, no, he, he's nice, but I'm just saying you're not gonna like this. Uh, you're not gonna like what he's defending. Uh, Mike hated this idea on Not know, but I have a reasonable explanation for Shamayev versus Nick Diaz since the <sighs> UFC cl- <laughs> since the ufc clearly (laughs) i wish people could see the disgust on your face as well as your reaction you just made since the ufc clearly loves shamaev and wants to put over the top they want to match him up with someone to likely beat fair uh diaz meanwhile likely won and done this time around can't imagine him signing a multi-fight deal at this point the ufc gets the most out of diaz by matching him up against shamaev everyone and their mother would watch plus shamaev will likely get his first win over a noteworthy name Diaz being 10 years between wins means nothing to the casual fans. He's Nick Diaz. The fight will do big numbers, skyrocket Shemaya's popularity even more than his two wins in 10 days slash 17-second KO. This match is made with Shemaya's future in mind, not Diaz's. The future, uh, the former being more important to the UFC at this time, and it would be a much bigger story. <laughs> this I don't agree with. Sam, Sammy comes up with the heat at the end. It would be a much bigger story than Diaz versus another old-timer old like Condit, Brown, etc. Snooze, period. Hope this makes it out of the pod. <laughs> Mike, hold,
3: you have. Hold, you have hold, hold on okay. a moment. I,
4: Jake, I, I have to. I, I, will, yeah, I will give you 30 seconds. Okay, your I, spot, but I, no, you're not on the clock yet. Yeah, as soon for, as you start, I'll put
3: you on the clock. OK, I, I had to make sure that this is the same person that I was thinking of. And I was absolutely right. It was the same person I was thinking of. First of all, if you watch between the links, you know how I feel about this fight. This fight is the dumbest idea in the whole entire world for a number of reasons. One, I agree with Nick Diaz's manager, Kevin Mubang, on this one. What has Hamzat have done to earn this fight? Like, I liked the Leon idea because it just made sense. Like, it made sense for both guys because both guys were on a trajectory towards the belt. Like, if Hamzat beat Leon Edwards, you give him a title shot. Like, we've gotten to that direction. And if Leon Edwards beat Hamzat Shemaev, like, he gets the Shemaev rub, you give him the title shot. At that point in MMA revisionist history, that fight made all the sense of the world, and it was interesting. Now you enter Nick Diaz, who hasn't fought in six years? Something bananas like that. Like, a long time. Like, I don't know what the hell I was doing. I I was barely married six years ago. I would think I was, like, about to become a dad. Like, whole weird situation. Six years? That's a long-ass time. And you want to put him in there with Hamza Chemaev? Like, the guy seems to be taking things seriously. And you want to throw him in there with that animal? Why? Why would you put him in there? You can milk so much more out of Nick Diaz if he fights. How about Jorge Mazadal? Wow, that's a bum name, isn't it? That's a massive name. Jorge Mazdal versus Nick Diaz for the stupid BMF title would be way bigger than Nick Diaz versus Hamzat Shabaev. Are you crazy? Are you crazy? And by the way, Sammy, why would you book the riskiest fight in UFC history? Getting Nick Diaz in the octagon is one thing, but your, the, your dream matchup, the one that makes all the sense in the world, is a guy who scares the hell out of me in terms of his health. The guy had a horrendous bout of COVID. I don't know when he's going to come back. Like All signs indicate like he's doing better and stuff like that. But how disappointing would it be if you book this fight? You put all this fanfare behind it. You can't just bury it. Like We're not going to see this fight announced on an ESPN Plus Fight Pass broadcast. No. This is going to get the full fanfare. We're going to see promos for months. What's going to happen two weeks before the fight when either Nick Diaz says, Nah, bro you're not paying me enough or something happens with Hamzat and you can't make it to the fight and it doesn't happen play it safe Nick Diaz versus anybody is big you could throw him in there with Condit you can throw him in there with, with Waller but the fight to make is Mazadal, and the fight not to make the one fight not to make in the whole world is Nick Diaz versus Hamzat Shemaev I'm sorry it's too risky it makes no sense none and if you got a one and done out of Nick Diaz if you want to try to milk more out of Nick you're going to throw him in there with Shemaev Come on now, come on. Sorry, Sammy. Mike, you're my boy, dude.
4: But you went no, over, you went over the you went over the thirty second. I don't care. The thirty second marker a little bit. Uh, this is the
3: stupidest idea ever.
4: Sammy, he's not a fan of the idea. I think we I think we learned from this. Mike, check. <laughs> and this is a warning to all the other listeners out there. All right, if you're gonna if you're gonna check, Mike, you just, I'm just saying you better be ready. He he checks back. All right, he's not
3: he's not just gonna take these things. Not every so. time. I was. I think I was a lot more friendly last week, and I took you have it several times. I'm not taking yeah, many, this one of the chin. No, I, and I knew you would. I, I you wouldn't. actually deserved to win between the links last week for making that point. <laughs> and even Jed Mashu said that. They Casey gave me a point real, for making my point of why this fight makes no sense.
4: Well, I think you just went on now. If that if that helps you at all, I'm so angry that I
5: even have to talk about this.
4: Oh my gosh. Can we? Can we should we move on to the listeners? Just, yeah, we'll, you'll feel better. We, we, we always feel better. when We move on to this.
5: Support for this show comes from Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence and Loom help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software for everything from space exploration and green energy to delivering pizzas and podcasts. Whether you're a team of two, 200 or 2 million, or whether your team is around the corner or on another continent altogether, Atlassian Software is built to help keep you all on the same page from start to finish. That way, every one of your teams, from engineering and IT to marketing, HR and legal, can stay connected and move together as one towards shared company-wide goals. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian.
4: Mike, you can go first, but I will give this uh, now official disclaimer quickly. I'm going to give this for every episode. Guys, we emphasize winners unless they were in the main event or title fight. Uh, we like to look at uh, unique matchups, so if one was mentioned a lot of times, you might not get mentioned. Uh, your name might not, get, might not get mentioned, I should say. Uh, be careful, guys, for fighters that are already booked. Try and look that up. I saw some people that were much better about that this week, so good job. Uh, you may still have just made a mistake. You could have gotten the wrong weight class. Guys who fought already, guys uh, you might have forgotten someone's injured maybe out for a long time. Also, your pick might be doo-doo. So, uh, Mike, with that in mind, please go ahead with uh, what you received
3: this weekend. First of all, let me, just, let me just go back to Sammy and just say the only reason oh my I went God, off— Mike. The only reason I went off so harshly is because I know Sammy very well. He's a good dude, okay. uh, but the, the idea still sucks. But he he got it more than like anybody else would have, and that's just that's just fact. Okay, uh, out of love, out of love. Out of yes, love. it was it, it was out of fun. Uh, Patrick Austin, our good friend, uh, mm. some interesting selections. He went with Kalars versus Gabriel Benitez. I don't know if that's going to happen because uh, I don't see Benitez going to forty five anytime soon. Uh, Lomo Lukbumi versus uh, Jandaroba. That's a big step up. And I think Jandaroba's fighting somebody. Let me just uh, look at this real quick. Wait, you mentioned
4: the Kalaras Benitez... Oh, you don't think he's... Because, I mean, that fight was at 145 on Saturday. But I think it was because it was put together... Oh, it was put together in a weird way. Luke Sanders was supposed to fight somebody else. Uh, Calaris was supposed to fight somebody. Was supposed to fight somebody else, I think, or sent. Yeah, because
3: Kolaris is a 30 fiver anyway. They're both
4: thirty-fivers. Yeah, it, it was, but it it did. I think he said Benitez because it did take place at one forty-five. But I think just because both guys' schedules got so screwed up by losing their opponents, and they kind of so yeah. So I but I so you're saying, but I do I do understand where at least the suggestion came from. That fight yeah. wasn't 145. But but no, they're definitely both going down to one thirty-five. Their first chance they get.
3: Certainly, and Mowgli is. But I mean, not making 45. Is he even a 145 or anymore? It's not yeah. happening. Uh, Loma versus Vanderoba. I mean, maybe. I mean, Verna's fighting uh, Kanaka Murata on mm. June 19th. So maybe if something happens to Murata, you could slide her in there. Uh, and Patrick likes the idea of Marab DeWallace Willie versus one Frankie Edgar. Uh, so there you go. Uh, that's not a matchmaking selection. My apologies. Uh, Jack Porter. Uh, Reyes versus Tiago Santos. I can't believe this fight hasn't already happened. Uh, he says Giga Chikadze versus Sadiq Youssef or the Burgos Barboza winner. Strickland versus Holland. Kutalaba versus OSP. Marab versus Marlon Marias. Time to get this guy towards the title. Uh, can't argue with that. Uh, Christian Lee says I think the Yuri title shot predictions are going to be pretty popular. I don't necessarily agree with that. This win, albeit impressive, was against a Reyes on a skid. I'll be more on board for the title shot if Glover ends up beating Jan. Jan just beat Reyes less than a year ago. Just seems like one more win would be warranted if Jan is able to defend again versus Glover. For Reyes, damn, got a feel for the guy basically the unground champ in a lot of people's eyes a year ago. My ideal matchups, Yuri versus Rakic or Ankoliath. Closer to the number one contender fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, Reyes takes some time off, fights Anthony Smith, or lose coming off of a Santos rematch. Um plus if I can if I can match make for Reyes outside of the octagon, Christian Lee going the Cody Stamen route that I went, let's get Dominic Reyes to Trevor Whitman. Interesting. Yep. Matt Ravelli is on the Giga Burgos Barboza train. Also with you on Morab versus marlon Marias, your backup selection. Sure. Uh John George, also in for Reyes, Anthony Smith. Uh, let's see. Originally, I wanted Cub versus Sadiq Yusuf, but with the loss, I will have to retract that. So, loser of Dewadu versus Mobzar or step in as a short notice replacement. Then, same things with Barab as I wanted Cody Stammen to fight Frankie. I guess Marav wins that now. And last but not least, <laughs> happy birthday to the man, the myth, the often imitated, never duplicated Alex Kaylee. Oh, it's I not know. my birthday. I mean, AK, like the, the amount of kind words that have come in in the I DMs. I love it. Uh, Sean. ConWizzle91. Big fan of the show. He thinks it's crazy that Dana said the winner of tonight's is getting a title shot with Jan Glover not happening till late fall. I Mm. think winner of tonight, Yuri, should fight Rackets for the number one contender in September, October. That seems to be a popular suggestion here. Yep. Um, Let's see. Loma look boomy versus Kay Hansen. This is from Max underscore block. I think that's kind of a. Step back. No offense to K Hanson. I think it's kind of a step back for Loma. TJ Brown versus Luis Saldana. Oh. Oh. AK. AK. Listen to this. Max is suggesting that when Luana Pinheiro is ready to return, she do so up a weight class at 125 pounds. The matchup he suggested Luana versus Luana. I knew it. <laughs> I dig it. I mean, that that, people, that is an A.K. Lee special, right people, there.
4: No, look, I'm not that easy. You can't just throw those out there and think that I'm going to nod my head every time you get some, you get some cutesy hashtag made up. All right, <laughs> I hadn't thought about it. I admit, I'm intrigued, uh, but I'm come on, I'm not that easy to win over. I I, I I and Luana Carolina missed weight. I mean, I'm not I'm not matching. Yeah, that's first. true. Good point. Luana, Luana, excellent. Luana. Come on.
3: Uh Peter Reedley. I mispronounced his name last week. Peter Reedley. Murab Marias. Strickland versus the loser of Hermanson Shabazian. Rematch Kutalaba Jacobi. Chikadze versus Bryce Mitchell. Again, Prahashka versus Rakic for the title shot. Uh Brandon Nunes, Marab versus Munoz and Marais. Jocko versus Heinish, uh Strickland versus Gaslam. Jacoby versus Alonzo Menefield. I don't mind that one. Kutalaba mm-hmm. versus Nsachuquu.
4: Yep, saw that's that. fun.
3: Uh, Devin Clark versus Carlos Ulberg. Clark, the odd man out after the fallout. Swanson versus Feely. Giga versus Josh Emmett or Sadiq Youssef. I was wondering when the Josh Emmett name is coming. I, <laughs> folks, go back in the archives. Watch my interview with Josh Emmett. You'll see that Said that it. fight, if it happens, isn't probably happening until 2022. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he likes Dominic Reyes versus the winner of Hill versus Craig. Uh, and another Yuri versus Rackage suggestion. Uh, let's see. Zach Diamond Sampson, Chikadze versus Dewadu, <laughs> And Yuri Prahashka versus my Wi-Fi provider. That's... <laughs> oh. Zach always comes through with, uh, with the crazy. <laughs> uh, this is from DJ MDSL. Hi, fan of the show. Listen to your shows every night before I go to sleep. I'm glad me and AK's voice could, uh, could put you to beddy by. Oh. uh Thought I would drop some matchups. Michaelitis versus Jordan Wright. In a battle to see who is UFC worthy. Strickland versus Holland. No explanation needed. Marab versus Dominic Cruz. Like the Murab callout it is all in. I, I'm, I'm actually like overwhelmed by all of these, AK. It's, I'm glad. Uh, Evan Rodriguez. Perhashka for the title shot. Reyes versus Nikita Krylov. It'd be a tune-up fight for both men. And it would be fun. Chikadze versus Cater, mm. fun fight, Giga called him out. Giga's real test and a great comeback fight for Cater to throw his name in the title mix. I don't mind the fight. I just don't think it happens anytime soon. Like if Giga can win another mm. fight or two by the time Cater comes back, makes all the sense in the world. Uh yeah, Strickland, I don't think it lines up. Yeah, Strickland Gaslam again, another another Murad versus Frankie Edgar. And he's matchmaking Kai Kamaka versus Nate Landwehr. And he said, I'm aware that Nate has a fight booked, but this fight is such a banger and I want it to happen. Also, Kai definitely won that fight. So he's matchmaking as if he won. Uh, Zach Andrews said casuals missed out tonight. It was a great event. Yuri title shot or Giga versus Burgos Barbosa. Strickland versus Tavares. Ek winner. Marab versus Jimmy Rivera. Wild card pick Kai Kamaka versus Melsic. I don't know if I got that right. Mel's Melsic. I don't know. My apologies. Okay, let me think. About, let me think about that. Yeah, we'll, 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 we'll dig. Uh, Jordan Isle, winner of the strap versus Yuri, Mazadol versus Nick Diaz. Thank you, Jordan. Thank you. Just saying, talk about it because we can't have Nick versus Hamzat, and he thinks it's a terrible idea as well. Holy cow! Literally just for out. For, literally just for on to the next one. Did you get the DM from 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 him as well? No. Who who is this? They kind of literally just for Otno. Oh no! What that, they went to you? What? He said, no, "Okay, no, here it is." No, you you trader? No. I'm he said, kidding. "What's what's up, Mike? Hope you're doing well. I figure I've been bugging Mr. Lee enough the last few weeks okay. with giant lists of fights that I want to see happen. So I guess it's your turn to endure it. That's here really are my fun. fights to make: losers, Luke Sanders versus Jordan Griffin, KB Boulard versus Carl Roberson. Are you kidding me? I I, I like I, I. Are you trying to get KB Boulard killed? Like, what? come on now. <laughs> what? Come on. I'm sorry. Okay. I just I I don't think KB I know he's a fellow Canadian, AK. I just don't think KB Buller is UFC worthy. And to reward him with a step up in competition?
4: Come on, dude. He, he or, would... or punish him with a guy who could seriously hurt him. Uh, yeah,
3: Roberson might murder him. <laughs> Gosh. Um, that's another guy who should go to Trevor Whitman, by the way. Uh, Sam Hughes versus Ashley Yoder? Not a bad idea. Uh Batellio versus Molly McCann, Kamaka versus Danny Chavez. Good God, what a crazy fight that would be. Uh Cody Stamen versus Nathaniel Wood. That's fun. Jocko versus Darren Stewart, Kutalaba Kobe two, Swanson versus Gavin Tucker, Reyes versus Krylov winners Kalares versus Silva de Andraj, Michaelitis versus uh Dolce Lungbula, Lukbumi versus Viana, Carolina versus Gian Kim, TJ Brown versus John Phillips.
4: Is that right? TJ Brown versus John Phillips. John Phillips?
3: Isn't John Phillips no l-
4: one no longer in the UFC? Isn't he like a middleweight?
3: Isn't he like the white Mike Tyson? Yeah, I think he's like a middleweight too. Is it TJ Brown versus him? That's a fight circus kind of fight. Aaron Phillips? Maybe Aaron Phillips. That must be what it Maybe. is. Okay. Uh, Luana Pinera versus Amanda Lamos. DeWalish Willie versus Marais. Strickland Gaslam. Jacoby Kutala. <laughs> Chikadze Arnold Allen. I don't think we see that fight just yet. I think we would see Mitchell before we'd see the Allen fight. Um, and then Prahashka versus, uh for the title. And then the last one from David Jones. Chikadze, another Barboza Burgos. Uri for the title. Strickland versus the loser of Manson Shabazi. And Reyes versus the Ed Herman Marquez winner. That's interesting. Okay. Ed Herman versus uh, Danilo Marquez are fighting. They think the winner should fight Dominic Reyes. Wait, sorry. Who, for Dominic...
4: Again, look, I said, going outside the top 20, uh, I'm okay with that. Uh, that's, I mean, that's not terrible. I don't think that's necessary. But the winner of that
3: fight? The winner of that fight would fight Dominic Reyes. Yeah. I mean, well, I would, again, that's what I would want, want that's, I would want to see. I would want to see something like that. I like that. That's tune-up talk. Yeah, it's not going to happen, but I know that's what I would like to see In if if the world was made of sunshine, rainbows, and lollipops. And at times it <laughs> is, but oftentimes it's not. Yeah. So I think that's the world we're living in. But mm. I'm a little overwhelmed by the DMs, folks. Thank you very much. I know I kind of like flew through them. A lot of first timers, which I appreciate. And yes. uh, I turn it on over to you, AK.
4: Yes, first timers almost always be mentioned. Uh, I first I want to read something from a, a guy. I meant to do this one last week. As he goes by the Watts, wa- the the Watts riot on Twitter. And uh, I, this was stuff sort of relevant to City One, uh, but I do want to mention, it. he said he'd like to see Brendan Allen rematch any one of his losses in the legacy promotion. Uh, Anthony Hernandez, Eric Anders, Trevin Giles. Uh, I like I just like the LFA shout out. And he said, also, I'd like to be known the MMA gods punished Jorge Masvidal for one for supporting Jake Paul and uh, Cowboy Oliveira. For braiding a dollar sign into his hair so apparently a lot of a lot of karmic justice was dished out last week according to the watts riot so okay. uh on on the twitter that was from the twitter as well but uh, on the twitter as far as some matching this week uh responding to our to our tweet about you know what could be next for davalashvili tyler Stargell on twitter says the win the winner of garbrandt versus font that would be on may 22nd that'd be really high um, we had four corner sports and why tag both of us in a tweet, Mike. and jumping out with some some pretty familiar some pretty familiar ones. Uh Reyes versus Diego Santos, Reyes versus Volkan Uzdemir, and uh Chikadze versus Barbosa ghost winner. Uh, I should say sorry, so the most some of the, the most popular listener picks this week were of course just to give Prochaska the title shot. Uh, and uh, a couple people mentioned the Prohoshka weigh-in as an alternate option. Uh, Chikadze versus Brogan, who when I just said? Strickland versus Gaslam, as you wanted before. Yep, I think that was the number one one for Strickland people throughout. People threw out, out Strickland-Brendan Allen rematch. I don't know if it's because Strickland had that great clip go-around of him just running, verbally running Allen down, but, I mean, there's heat for a rematch there, maybe somewhere down the road. They just fought in November, guys. It wasn't that long ago, so I don't know if people forgot or really, really want to see it if Strickland accidentally talked himself into a, into an Allen rematch, did the opposite effect. Um, people really didn't have. A, I didn't see a big consensus on Reyes, as we said. Anthony Smith, Maheta, Johnny Walker were the options, and that pretty split. And then Wallace, really, Maraysh Munoz, and uh, Jimmy Rivera was another name people threw out there. But the, I didn't see one. I didn't see one that like everyone seemed to agree on. Uh, Stamen. I don't know if you did. You have a state? Did you toss any Stamen matchups? Nathaniel Wood. And then you went. So the one I saw from I, I think like three people, Casey
3: Kinney. Yeah, I like that one. Ooh, I was thinking that one too. So
4: good, so good. Uh, and uh, the other thing people are asking me is, will there be a robbery review for Kamaka and TJ? Uh, British TJ Brown was the winner and Kai Kamaka. Uh, yes, there will be a robbery review. I feel I I don't care about spoiling. I feel pretty strongly that uh, Kamaka won that fight. But like, hey, you know what? I've had my mind changed before on fight nights, Mike. You know we're juggling a lot of things at once. Sometimes we're not always watching the fights like as closely as we could so maybe i'm wrong uh maybe i'm wrong uh i made decisions i know every media member that scored it on social media scored it for kamaka so i think it's worth i think it's certainly worth taking a look at so you guys will see that on monday uh Okay, so other uh, people on Twitter through the DM some newcomers Garrett Thompson coming in. He likes to watch really Munoz Strickland Gaston, shakadze so yousuf and uh, wants to see, he, he prefers Yerdy versus Rockets to determine uh, the next challenger uh, Someone goes by D Lewis and has an avatar of Derek Lewis. I don't know their actual name. Maybe they're actually D Lewis I don't know uh, Strickland versus M- one of the more most popular names on I uh, no, now Mahmoud Murda we got to get a That's like, a fun there. fight we gotta get him a fight book soon, though, because he's getting thrown in every week against anyone who wins in 185 pounds. They're just yes. like word up. and I totally understand why. But and then a user named Loctagon. I think <laughs> I said I was gonna read this message. Good name. Uh, why is I gonna read this? Oh, <laughs> he says they've been spamming your Instagram DM, so I don't know if you've missed Loctagon or not. Uh, but also, uh, yeah, so they love 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 the show, and they want to see Yan uh, uh, versus. Piotr Jan versus this is some of the message sent to me earlier in the week. Piotr Jan versus Sanhagen for an interim title.
3: I see. I've I've seen that thrown out a lot. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I know. I I, I, just, I don't know. If I mean, I'll still be back. He'll be back.
4: He'll be back, guys. He thinks he'll be back,
3: he he be he'll back in October. So yeah, at that's this that's point, we have to take far. him at his word,
4: right? Yeah, that's not that far. Piotr Jan can wait uh cerrone saying clay guida should step in to fight donald cerrone sort of uh you know a similar similar diego sanchez vibe as far as how veteran he is and kind of wild man in the cage
3: i can't imagine clay at
4: 170 though i guess cerrone's not doing one i'd like to yeah that would be weird he's fought as low as 145 he would look tiny imagine
3: giga imagine giga fighting him at 170 that'd be wild that'd be strange too right yeah he'll do it hell yeah Um, he would
4: and speaking of Giga, as you mentioned, we don't know what's going on with this Ryan Hall to fight. supposedly for DLC support But as we've said, you know, we've spoken to a lot of people who have said Ryan Hall has some like health stuff that he needs to make sure is cleared before he can take that. fight. I don't think it's signed. Is
3: it signed? As far as or- I know, it's I mean, I could be wrong. Like I looked yeah. at I looked at Ryan Hall's social media all over the place Yeah. to see if he's like announced it and he hasn't.
4: Yeah, I don't think it's not. And then uh so again, that one's still in the air for me. I know I see it in all the all the databases as being upcoming, but I, I really don't think that's official, guys. Uh and then the I uh, like he also said, possibly for Chikadze. I, I, I don't think this guy obviously has earned this fight yet, because he's has a great following overseas. But uh I think he also had some unfortunate uh George comments to make about the country of Georgia so there's some heat here. But uh Patty Pimblet
3: no. at some point. Too, 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 not fair, not fair to Giga. Oh no! Not no way! Good. Yeah, not I mean, but. listen, Paddy. Paddy's Paddy's a good talent, fun guy. Glad he got the UFC rub, but I mean that that'd be a disservice to both of those guys, if we're sure. being honest.
4: Okay. Locked the gun. He's just throwing it out there.
3: Uh, Michael Perugini
4: always coming in with it with the deep cuts. He likes Kolaris versus Matt Sales. He's kind of wondering where where Matt Sales has been. Uh, Michael Alatus versus Jamie Pickett and Jordan Wright winner. Uh, Luana Carolina versus Maria Agapaba. Uh, TJ Brown, Jordan Griffin, Luana Pinheiro, Mallory Martin. Uh, I'm going to scroll down a bit here just skip some of these. Uh, thank you, Michael, again. I'll, I'll always call with D cuts. Barry Riley, also some D cuts. Uh, Corrales versus John Castaneda. Michaelitas versus Nasruddin Imavov. Uh, interesting things, ones that haven't been mentioned before. Davalish Vili versus Umar Nomegomedov. Eh, Umar's got to earn that one. Super talented guy. So I'd, I'd love to see that fight someday, but they're just at different parts of their UFC careers right now. Nate Andrews, our man who came with a very touching story uh, last week about his injury. Uh, I want to read a little bit of this message. For Havka versus versus Rakish, he just says, yes, the KO is outstanding, but yuri is two fights into his uc career rockage still uh, has still put some great w's together considering that young glover is in september the winner most likely won't fight until december or january the earliest just makes sense to me yuri is the guy that won't let rockage coast and rockage absolutely can break that iron chin of yuri if he lands right so good job nate selling that one um liam perry uh yes dominic reyes the the uh paul craig jamal hill loser uh, Strickland versus he's with me. Strickland versus the Hermanson Shabazzian winner. TJ Brown versus the Woodson Zalal on June 5th. I didn't want to mention to remember that fight was happening because I think that's a cool matchup. Our y- guy, yes. Go ahead, Mike. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Woodson. Woodson's interesting because I know he's trained at Glory MMA. I don't know if he's there still or it f- goes there once in a while. I don't know. It doesn't okay. sound like it. Maybe he can Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Fun fight though, Marcus McKinney coming in with Kalaris
4: versus Zahabi. Uh, he's going out. He did this last week with Uh, Dost- uh He's going off board again. The guy was yet to uh, 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 this time a Russian fighter who is yet to make his UFC debut. He wants Mikalidis versus Kizriev. Uh, I should look up this guy's first name. I should have written that down first. Uh, Mikalidis versus Aliashkab Kizriev. So Marcus McKinney oh, yeah. I'm on to your tricks. You're not going to get away with this every week, but I do like thinking outside the box. That's a day. crazy fight. Uh, <laughs> loma look versus Pollyanna Viana, and uh, Luana carolina versus aaron blanchfield or uh, casey o'neill laura Procopio winner on june 19th fred our man from brazil likes chicago, chicago versus a zombie Ike loser javon johnson coming in with uh, oh boy oh i remember that i made a note here javon johnson says yuri versus john jones he says uh look uh, I, I, I watched, he says, I watched Dom, um, a monster get murked. I felt like he was, <laughs> I felt like he was supposed to report to the authorities, uh, quote, he's a savage. Uh, I know what you're thinking What about John versus Francis, but at this point, he says, that's Tony versus Khabib and won't happen until after it makes sense. So poor Javon has given up on us seeing, uh, seeing John versus Francis in a reasonable time frame and kind of, I think, something I joked about on the show, saying, you know what, John's just going to come back to town to 205, eventually not find a fight at light heavyweight. So I think, I think Javon Johnson uh, along those same lines <laughs> Uh, Hayes the third says uh, Marad really Jim Rivera or the Asunsau Kyler Phillips winner Strickland versus Amari Ahmed of Tavares winner uh, and run, it ba- run back to versus Jacobi Thomas Collins I made a note here for him as well he wants to see the versus aldo he says i doubt aldo would ever accept this fight it'd be interesting to see how well Aldo's takedown defense would hold up against Marab's relentless takedowns plus it gives a chance for seo good Marab's striking is so yeah i think Marab would, would love to have that fight but i agree with the so the, the first sentence I, I don't think it happens um and then tj brown versus the amir khani nate landver winner on a june i <laughs> said nate landver i know it's he doesn't like pronounce anything, land landver winner june 5th uh, so thanks for those suggestions, Tom Collins. That's that for Twitter. Just a couple of emails uh, from my usual guys, Harry Dwoskin and Tristan Gordette. Harry likes uh, Kolaris versus Ronnie Lawrence. Man, I'm excited about seeing that guy fight again. And Kichalaba versus Nzuchuku. And Tristan Gordette also throwing out Nzuchuku, but for Justin Jacoby. And he likes TJ Brown versus Jonathan Pierce, who didn't get the chance to fight because of uh, Benitez's enormous weight miss. And we're going to close out with some Instagrams. Uh, we have <laughs> Our, our usual one of our usual our favorites jacob best he's he, and he wants chikadze versus barbosa winner lose so he's not he's not hedging he's not going barbosa burgos winner he's just saying no no let's make that happen i'm like okay I can, I, I, i'm down I think, more, I think it's more likely he gets the winner of that fight but i would not object to chikadze <laughs> versus Edson barbosa at all uh he wants strickland versus uh uriah hall which we've mentioned he said uriah probably deserves to fight higher but needs a quick turnaround after the wide result and Strickland seems very active. Great striking battle. Yes, I agree uh, Jacob Best and uh, Swanson versus Feely, which it was we just mentioned. Uh, we have one new user on Instagram whose name I, I cannot read out because this is a show for the children, um, Mike, but it is uh, F. Steve Harvey. <laughs> you guys can figure out what the F stands for. Uh, Funny. Uh, I guess he's still mad about the 2015 Miss Universe pageant. You know, some of us never get over it. Uh, he says Reyes versus Anthony Smith and uh, Chikadze versus Barbosa. So, yeah, man, people really are just saying they just want to see that one. Uh, Matt Bradbury, another guy always coming with the deep cuts. Kolaris versus Gustavo Lopez. Michelaitis versus Jacob Malkoon. And he got me TJ Brown versus TJ Laramie. Hashtag TJ on TJ. Gosh <laughs> darn it, Matt Bradbury. Yeah, I'm you. fine with that's a yeah, that's a good me. fight. You got me, TJ. I'll hashtag TJ on TJ. Uh, Pinheiro versus Yoder. I like that one too. Uh, this person, Matt said, how about Kovalkiewicz versus
3: Marcos? Mm, yeah, I lose, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I feel like I feel like has a little more leeway because of the opposition. Sure.
4: Uh, Chikadze versus Sadiq Yusuf, oh, that'd be so good. Uh, MMA Heads has my back, and Chikadze versus Yair. Dylan Shute, also, uh, I don't hit this out there because he had some good matchups, I thought, for Kuchalaba and Jacoby. He likes Kuchalaba versus Devin Clark, and Jacoby versus Da On Jung, another guy who's becoming a popular Otno name. Maybe Da Jones Jung's gonna end up fighting Mahmoud that would That would kill two birds with one stone. And I'll close out, Mike, with a happy birthday to jamie casey and now people i will very likely read your message if it's your birthday but i am keeping track you cannot trick me i will keep track if you're trying <laughs> to just get mentioned you can only say i will be every 12 months i will keep track of these things it's not hard for me guys you can't slip this one past me so jamie casey says he's turning the tender age of 25 years old mike god good young. for you i know and uh so happy birthday jamie and here he is suggestions Marab really versus, versus dominic cruz uh, Sean Strickland, Kevin Holland, Yuga Chikatse, Bryce Mitchell, and of course Prochazka versus the Blahovich, over to share winner. So, pretty pretty focused this week. I didn't. I don't think we were all over the place. I think the listeners had some amazing suggestions. I think you and I covered a lot of the bases. Yeah. So uh, I think we. I think.
3: I think we got it all. Yes. No stone unturned. Okay. All right. I, I want to leave you with a question, AK. Oh please. Before please. we. Uh, before we wrap this up, because I'm. I'm honestly blown away by the amount of people. Who's saying Yuri Prahashka versus Alexander Rakic. <laughs> I'm shocked, especially after a knockout like that. Like when when on the history of this show has someone in a position that Yuri Prahashka has been in gets a finish like that in a fight like that, and everyone's like, dude, immediate title shot. Like immediate. So my question to you is, AK, it's kind of a two parter. One, if this fight. Between Jan Bolhovich and Glover Teixeira was not already was not booked for September. Let's say this fight was booked in July. Would we have the same reaction? And two, if this fight wasn't booked at all, would Glover Teixeira be in like big trouble? Like, do you think he'd be in big trouble? Oh no, 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 no. Oh, I you're think, crazy! If you no, don't think he'd be in big I think trouble,
4: you're, I think your first question, yes, if it was happening a little bit sooner, we wouldn't have to worry about what's next for Poirschka. You'd lock him in for that title shot if it wasn't booked at all and Blachowicz was still waiting for a challenger i this kind of flips what i said at the beginning about with our pro Hushka talk but i think the ufc would do the right thing and actually this goes with my project talk that i don't know I don't know, if they, <laughs> I don't know if they know what they have in him i think they would do the right thing and give and give to share his his title shot i'm not against the rocket fight, like i know you said you're surprised we shouldn't be surprised because it is a just ignoring—I I know when we're doing a matchmaking show, you can ignore those things. But just ignoring title implications and all that stuff—that's an awesome fight. I'd love. I agree. Right. Yeah, so maybe now is not the time for it, but I do understand why people. I, I like that people have done the math, have looked at how far ahead the actual upcoming title fight is, and have and you know have been very logical about it. So I'm not surprised at all. I think I think people are very smart, uh, and I think that Prat, think well. Thankfully, we don't have to answer this question, but I do think share would have still gotten the shot
3: yeah and let's also be clear a lot of the people that probably suggested the Rakic idea know Yuri Prohashka very well and they know what a wild man he is and they know most fighters in this position probably would just say like nope I'm waiting for the title shot and Yuri's just like "Yeah, I'll fight anybody I'll, I'll, I'll fight Rakic and Bolhovich and share at the same time Yeah, I'll do it let's go yeah it- it seems
4: possible. You're right. That that's kind of helping the rocket talk. As it seems possible. is it, 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 again, and as as it feels just likely, like that it's either booked for the same card or in the same vicinity with either of the guys possibly acting as an alternate for for that main event.
3: Well, according to Dana White, that fight was a number one contender fight. But we'll see. Dana White has said uh, many things, and 85 to 90 percent of the time, they turn out to not be accurate. So that's just the way that the the cookie crumbles. But we're getting out of here. Uh, I think at this point you guys know where to find us on social media by now. We didn't even need to say it. Like we didn't even need to say it and you guys find us. So, just keep doing what you're doing because we're getting more DMs and more matchmaking suggestions than we've ever had on this program and we cannot thank you enough for that. And we will be back once again next week because we will discuss the fallout of UFC Vegas 26 which right now officially does not have a main event. I mean, as of the targeted main event from everything that I've been told and everything we've confirmed is Michelle Watterson versus Marina Rodriguez. If the fight happens, I'm told it will be at 125 and not 115 because of the short notice nature of the fight, which is fine. But it's not done. Like <laughs> how, The fight's a week away. We watched the whole broadcast. This, <laughs> we got the whole UFC 263 fight card before this, uh... next week's.
4: This could be different by the time this uh, this podcast goes out. Uh, well, I mean, I assume it's going out shortly later today, but uh, I know a lot of people I listen to it on Monday as well. So by Monday, this could be different. But uh, here is, if you go to the UFC uh, May 8th event page, what you see, what you will see is uh, Junyang Park versus Taefon and Chukwe, and then to be determined versus to be announced. Those are the. <laughs> that's it. That is what the event page looks like. If right now, uh, if you will go to so. Uh, not great. Not great when you have an event that's less than seven days away now. Um, so hopefully by Monday, uh, I'll, you know, this will be outdated news and they'll have a full glorious 10-11 fight card with uh, possibly Michelle Watterson and Marina Rodriguez in that spot. But uh,
3: yes, that's that's not ideal. Yes. And as of right now, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11. So if Rodriguez-Watterson happens, there's 11 fights. We expect Donald Cerrone to fight on this card. So there's 12 fights. We okay. still get Ben Rothwell, uh, Philippe Linz. It's fun. Amanda Hebaz versus Angel Hill is fun. Mm-hmm. Neil on Neil. Neil on Neil. We're getting Neil on Neil. Oh, Diego Fajada. Class. Nothing to Neil on Neil MMA gods, please. And Diego Fajada versus Gregor Gillespie is redonkulous. That little is little a car- tremendous fight. Ludovic Klein's supposed to be back. This is a good card. Ludovic Klein's cool. back. Phil Haas. Kyle Darcus is a good fight. This is a good card.
4: One card. card. Actually, if this card actually exists, it's a good card.
3: Like just look at what could have been: Cerrone Sanchez, Holm Pena, Jimmy Flick, Francisco Figueroa, Roxanne Modaffari versus Tyler Santos, Nicholas Mata versus Demir Hadzovic, Corey Sanhagen versus TJ Dillashaw, Francisco Figueroa versus JP Bays. Like all those fights were on this card at one this point. Card.
4: This is a cursed card. Oh boy, I think we gotta have our we're gonna have to keep our, our eyes on, uh, on 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 the scene this week because fingers crossed. What's left. Stays there, and what hasn't been announced becomes official. But oh my gosh, I don't know, Mike.
3: Bellator's feeling pretty good right now. <laughs> are they, they? Are you know, they? They might be. They might be. Something tells we're going to see like Paul Felder fight Donald Cerrone. <laughs> oh, there we go. And that'll be the uh, new main event. Speaking of Bellator, you'll be on the road. I will be on the road. Yes, I will be. Uh, in I will be out there Wednesday. I'll be there Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Come back on Saturday before the UFC event. I'm okay. planning on making a trip on Saturday possibly to see uh the new england cartel so sammy don't hold that against me do not hold that against me sammy for my rant again it was all out of love all out of love and respect uh but we'll be back next week to talk the fallout of ufc vegas 26 main event officially tbd so for ak i am mike keck thank you for listening and always remember don't take this stuff too seriously mma is supposed to be fun we'll have more fun right here next week on on to the next one the podcast.
0: With the NBA finals around the corner, you can bet with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Vox mma That's code Vox mma for new customers to get a no-sweat bet up to 1500 bucks if your first bet doesn't hit.
1: Bet based on amount of initial losing bet. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co/bball for eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
2: Support for this show comes from HubSpot. More to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Doing business has never felt harder. But you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You just need HubSpot